welcome to Carrots and Suffering, a D&D Odyssey. This is episode two, where we're still warming up, introducing the world, and finding the characters' voices. Hang with us a bit longer, it starts to pick up next episode, and our audio quality keeps improving. Alright, last time on Carrots and Suffering. Our heroes were hired to do their first job for Lady Miev. The note says, I have a job for you. Tell no one. Come to House Miev. But everyone in the kingdom seems interested in what House Miev is up to. Do you need something, Champion Laura? No, just tell us why you're following us. The thorns have two dangers. The first is the monsters. A huge crash echoes behind them as the eight or nine foot wall of thorns parts. But it's a big bony snarly wolf. The second danger is that even a little prick from the thorns can end your humanity. How many times has she been struck? There may not be much of her left. The job was simple. I need you to go to the Mentor family library for me. I am out of favor. Would you like us to keep that above the board, or do you want us to filch them? In the list of books about genealogy, one title seemed more important than the rest. And the fourth book says a leather-bound text with the name Wire on the cover. The Gossip Network is a powerful double-edged sword, and our heroes start a rumor to set people off their trail. But they may regret it. Maybe she wants to doctor the pedigrees. Well, if we are removing the books, that could be a possibility. Your servant gets so excited. (laughs) Do tell! Yeah. Now let's get to the show. I will be your dungeon master, Nate. I'm Sandra. I'm playing Sable Mirkwood, a druid with poison skin. I'm Julie. I'm playing Silpha Lunari, a wizard who's very much like a moth. I am Mandy. I'm playing Jalen, a rogue with chameleon skin. All right. So when we last left off, you were in Lady Miev's house overnight. Does anyone do anything after all of the lights are out? Jalen's going to go look around. Okay. Anything specific you want to look for? In talking with May, the servant, uh, she said she thinks Miev is trying to win favor back with House Mentor and that she's going to act on that soon. I wouldn't mind trying to find evidence of what she's thinking. So if there's a study or a parlor maybe that we weren't in. Give me a stealth roll to see if you can get there without... Servants spotting you? And she's not, since it's nighttime, she's just dressed in dark green. She's not going to try to blend in. She's not going to try to blend in because she'd have to be naked to do it. She's going to be naked? Chameleon skin, right. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a 23. You disappear, no issues. Slide through the house. You actually don't see any servants at all. You recognize the study you were in, give it a brief glance over, and decide that you've pretty much picked it over, and important things are not here. So you look around a little bit, pop open a couple doors, and you find a second study. It is smaller, Mm -hmm. with considerably more books in it. Go ahead and give me an investigation roll. 17. As you search around, you find some writings and some scribbles. There are two types of writings in this room. There's writings that are in the common tongue, which you imagine servants could chance by and read. And there are writings that are in Sylvan, which you imagine servants can't chance by and read. But you can. I can read Sylvan. You find a series of letters from Lord Mentor to Lady Miev over the last several years. And as you glance through them, you're, you're getting one side of a conversation, but you're pretty sure she's trying to get him to agree to set up a expedition to try to reclaim Castle Fenrir from the Thorns. And he is not having it and warned her several times if she continued, there would be consequences in her insistence. And she did. And now there are consequences? She is out of favor. That is the that is the main crux of the information. You do find some spell books in here. The spell books, I probably can't tell much about them. You can try to roll me an Arcana check. Twelve. Okay, yeah, they're definitely magic spell books, mm-hmm. kinds used by wizards. Mm-hmm. They detail some spells. 
You can't really read most of them, but the ones that are well-labeled you can make out. They appear to be mostly low-level magic, the kind you might see around court. I'll take one to bring back to Silva. Give me a stealth roll to get back to your room unmolested. 23. Yeah, you get back to your room unmolested. <laughs> Pretty good. I'm guessing our school is not like a boarding school, right? We don't. We haven't spent like nights around each other very much. No, I imagined it was more like day tutoring. Mm-hmm. And we were the awkward group of nerds that hung out together. Yeah, but it's an awkward group of nerds that now get a chance to have like a teenage get-together in the evening. We're slumber having party. a slumber party. Yeah. We could like talk about things and, and we, boys. We could do each other's hair except for you because you'll kill us. Yeah, and touch my hair. Don't touch my hair. <laughs> Probably gonna knock on her door and yeah. give her the book. So Silpha <laughs> would probably be on on best behavior while here, but I will absolutely take a look at the spell book that she brings to me. Oh, oh roll there, there, there were a couple more, but you know I didn't want to push it. Right. <laughs> I got a thirteen. It is written in someone's shorthand, and there's lots of formulations. And as you follow them around, it's entitled "The Magic of Fenrir." It's not a very fancy spell book, but it contains the kind of magics that were popular before the thorns. I'll give you a complete list eventually. Excellent. Assuming you do not return the book. Oh, I think oh. as teenagers, we gotta sneak something out, right? Well, I would point out that if this was taken from her private collection, the fact that it was stolen would not go unnoticed. But I, I am willing to take some notes. You can copy the level zero spell poison spray into your spell book. Can I flip through and find something that's a little bit better than poison spray? You can find things that you suspect are far more complicated than poison spray, but awesome. roll me arcana and see if you can read them. Natural 20. <laughs> you eventually find the spell levitate. Oh, oh you're going to want this one. It will take you a full day. No, no, no. I'm going to. Well, later. For later. Here's my plan. I'm going to go to her water basin and get a cloth, and I'm going to moisten it, and I'm going to press another page down on it. It'll be backwards, but she's smart. She can figure it out. Blimey. But I'm being very careful so as not to ruin the ink that's there. I right. would have just torn the page out of the book, but, you know. All right, Silpha. Here, you're going to want this one. I don't Amazing. know if you can do it yet, but... You have to hold it up to this the mirror. This one looks complicated. <laughs> yeah. It'll take some time to piece out. So we're tired when we wake up. Yeah, you don't get a great night's sleep. Questions for you. What time are you heading out in the morning? Do we get breakfast? If you wait a little while, there will be an elaborate breakfast made available for you. I would love an elaborate yeah, breakfast. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for eating breakfast. I don't, I don't think we're the type that leave at first light. <laughs> no. I mean, we're, we're teenagers. We stayed up all night giggling. Mm -hmm. And we're teenagers. Uh, five more minutes. <laughs> all right. Go so away, maid. <laughs> it is about the equivalent of 10 a.m. by the time you get out of here yeah. and start heading back to town. Do we uh, see any more of Lady Mia? So the servants have had plenty of time to gossip about whatever they know about what we're doing. Yeah. You taking the book, Zilpha? No. So do you just leave it behind in the guest room? <laughs> no, no. Put it back. <laughs> I think we should attempt to put it back. Okay. I'm, I'm not going anywhere close to that. Chameleon skin can do that. Here, go ahead. I'll hold you close. You wouldn't <laughs> run off on me, would you? I would never run off on you. That's the sound of my smile. You know smile. I'm an assassin, right? Uh-huh. Okay. I'm an assassin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so I'm going to get naked. Oh, that's a good one. 26. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> and so, this is an in-and-out job. At one point, you you duck behind like an, a stand in the hallway, and then servants walk by you, and you slip around, set it back in, and slip back out. If they saw you, they sure pretended not to. <laughs> <laughs> she is so good. <laughs> Did you just see a naked woman run through here? Nope. 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 I completely saw nothing. It's like the Martian. Nope. And you touch me on the shoulder and I'm like, ah! Maybe it's just complete rationalization. Like, I thought I saw a naked person run past. But that makes that's no impossible. sense whatsoever. But is that really chameleon so, skin? It's the emperor's new skin? Right? Nobody can tell you that they saw you. They're just too embarrassed. I don't think that's what I actually saw. <laughs> I can, I know. Around 10 a.m., you guys leave Miev's house. Mm-hmm. You've had a luxurious morning bath and breakfast, and you slept in quite a bit. And so you begin the two-hour trudge back into town. You arrive at the keep of House Mentor, which has a stone wall. It's only about six feet high. And inside, there's about four buildings. 
the large rectangle two-story building to the left as you enter into the property is the library. You've been here before, so you know that there are two guards and they stop people if you try to leave with books. Mm -hmm. That's about their whole job. And then on the inside, there should be librarians. I think with my courtier background, I might know who specifically would be the best person to talk to. So you get there around noon, and as you go in, the library is actually busier than it normally is. You know the head librarian, though, with your courtier background. When you walked in, they looked like they were helping somebody else. They stop promptly, though, and turn and head towards you. The library layout is basically a two-story atrium. Think a main floor filled with bookshelves, mm -hmm. and then a second floor you can look up into with mm -hmm. about two rows of shelves on either side. To the right on each floor, there's a reading room, and to the left on each floor, there is a closed door that you assume is either storage or the librarian's quarters. Not positive. The library is hopping, and you, Jalen, immediately spot Isaac Evans sitting in the reading area on the first floor off to the right. Mm -hmm. Most of the other people appear to be servants, so Isaac is definitely the VIP in the room at this point. The head librarian will walk up to Silfa. Silfa, what brings you to the library today? Well, I was going to research some new transmutation spells and work on a genealogy project and just browse. No, nothing you need for... I do. I have this stupid work that I have to do on she, Guire the Squire. She's writing a paper on Sir Guire. Yeah, that guy. Oh, I know all about Guire. Yeah. Oh, he was killed by a rather infamous sword that is now known as Guire's Thorn. Guire's Thorn? Yes, it's a, it's a sort of wounding, actually. If it cuts you, it bleeds until you die. Oh, that sounds terrible. Yes, it's quite bad. The family put out a bounty on swords of wounding as a result, trying to find the murder weapon. And as a result, you won't find a sword of wounding in Fenrir anymore. Guire's Thorn was the last one. Do we know where it went? Well, murder weapons disappear. Yeah, um, who is this family? Oh, Guire was a mason. Okay. Are there any other Masons? I'm not asking that in character. I'm asking that out of character. Do we uh, know of Masons? Masons are one of the big families. They are considered the poorest at the moment. They built all of the stonework, mm -hmm. and the stonework business has been rather dull for the last 80 years. Because there's no quarry. Yeah. Right. There is no quarry. Uh, there, yeah, and there's not new space to build. Mm -hmm. nope. Is um, is there a book on Guire that I could look at? Well, I mean, I can try to find something in the library for you. It'll take me a little while, and fee is a silver. Oh, well, we may as well pay all of the fees at once. What else did you have? Um, out of character, did we want to list the titles that we are searching for? Because they will get out. Well, everybody, it's getting out. It's already out that we're here. I mean, I mean, Jalen will just come out and say it. I want a book on the mentors, a book on the Evans, and a book on the house we have. Oh, I have several of each. Is there a specific... We the list of the specific right? books, right? So that librarian looks at the list and says, oh... We, we also give her a gold with the list. Thank you. That well, it's hard work yes. looking all that up. I really appreciate that. Also, I will overlook who you're working for. Thank you. Um, I can get three of these for you. Unfortunately, the Guire book was not shelved, and someone came here earlier asking for it. Oh, who is that? Isaac Evans. Oh. I believe he's reading it. Oh. But I'll go find the other ones. It should Thank take you. A, it should take me 20, 30 minutes. So, okay, out of character. We all know Isaac, right? Uh, yeah, you, actually, Isaac would have probably been in your finishing school at some time as right. well. He's, Has he shown interest in any of us? We have not established teenage romances at all. I haven't had any. That okay. would be the person with the poison skin has really avoided the idea <laughs> of actually getting anywhere close to anybody. I think Isaac has a kind of like maybe unhealthily close relationship with Jalen. Just like it's very brotherly, but, but you're nervous but about it. It's that kind of like he might he's a be little, thinking a little more. He's than a that. little overly protective sometimes uh -huh. in a very nerdy way, right? 
But I can totally exploit that. You totally can. <laughs> Jalen's friend, Silpha, is also into wizarding, which That's I believe true. is his area of interest. So That is true. I suspect both... you could both work some kind of angle on Isaac if you needed to. Silpha wouldn't have any attraction to him. I mean, you're you're rebounding I am off done of... with love. You are done with love. Love is life. a lie. Right. <laughs> true love does not exist. Isaac? So Isaac will look up from his book and say, Fancy meeting you here, though, Jalen. I thought you were staying over at Miev's for a bit. Oh, just the night. We're holding your hands close to your chest. Does that mean he's holding on to the book? He's got a book right here, yeah. Yeah, we we stayed there last night. Got kind of late, so... I'm sure that you are looking for this. You would be right. And he closes the book and says, It's a fake. It's a fake? She takes it. Yep, it's a fake. Definitely a fake. Here, let me see. Let me see. Why do, you, why do you think it's a fake? Mason books are written in code. And there's no code? There's no code. Also, the ink isn't old enough. What if it was written by somebody who wasn't a Mason? If it was written by someone who wasn't a Mason, then it wouldn't be in code. But again, the ink isn't old enough. So where do you think the real journal is? Well, I paid good bribe money. This is the one I got. So I'm assuming that someone has already swapped it. Ah. Uh-uh. It's worth asking the librarian. Okay. Anyway, I think Mia was a step ahead of us on this one, so I'm going to go ahead and leave. Have a good day. Well, is she a step ahead because you think she's already got it? I'd like to roll insight for... Yeah, uh, I roll insight on him, too. I'm busy with the book. Do I get an advantage because I know him? Yeah, you can have advantage. You're rolling insight on your brother. Natural 20. Natural 20. (laughs) So Isaac is a champion liar. Uh-huh. I mean, he is he's really good at it. Like, you've seen him spin some yarns, and only afterwards did you realize that they were total BS. Uh-huh. But he's got a couple tells, and you spot one of them. And you happen to notice with that, he's got kind of a book-shaped thing Bulge. in his coat. Yeah, <laughs> okay, like, okay. just under the left breast pocket. He's standing up to leave, right? Mm-hmm. So she's going to stand up and, like, poke him, like, tickle him poke and hit the book is that a book in your jacket (laughs) is that a book in your jacket are you happy to see me (laughs) so he'll turn he'll turn bright red like even the tips of his ears are red at this point Uh and isaac says there is a book in my pocket (laughs) and i'm always happy to see it well shucks isaac pulls out the book and it is a small leather bound book wrapped in leather straps and he says this is just some private reading for me oh Guire's diary is a little bit of private reading for you. I have a dexterity of 14. I'm going to see if I can't snatch it out of his hands. Really? Private reading? Sure, roll it. Just a 10. Isaac isn't super coordinated. Okay. I think a 10 lets you snatch it out of his hands. What is it, your personal journal? I'm unwrapping it and opening it so I can read it. You open the book. It says on the first page, Journal of Guire. And he says, all right, all right, all right. You got me. Um, so she's going to catch up with him as he's going out and kind of whisper out of earshot of the other two, like, do you think we should keep that out of Lady Mia's hands? No, it's too early. The game hasn't matured enough yet. If we take it from her now, she'll be on to us. It's more important that we get information and we bring it about. Did you read it? I did. It appears to be a journal that talks about Guire's um, macho endeavors as he was the squire of King Fenrir. And so the two of them wander about, and he portrays the king very honorably and himself very lecherously. Meanwhile, I'm flipping through the book. Whoa! (laughs) But every third or fourth page or so, there's a page of code, uh, which I imagine is direct locations, times, names of people, things that were not mentioned in the book. However, it's gibberish. Or you don't know the code. That's possible, but uh, Jalen, I like codes. Maybe you should go home and work on this one. Better yet, how about you come home in a few days and let me know what what Miev has you doing next? I'll do that. And Isaac will head out the door. Silva Guire was a pig. Look at this. Look at what he did with those three. Well, he was a creative pig. do that? (laughs) I didn't know people did that. Um, So we're totally reading these things before we 
hand them over, right? Well, yeah. Okay. Of course, and transcribing and decoding. Memorizing? Mm-hmm. Like, she wants, yeah. she wants to copy those down and look okay. at them. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and roll me a investigate while you're doing that. Thirteen. Yeah, those. that's definitely a code. You copy it. It is symbols. It's not an alphabet. Mm-hmm. I'd like to make sure she copies it right. I'm not going to do the same work, but I'm going to look over every now and then. So, with an investigate, I get a 19. A 19. You are fairly certain that this is some kind of substitution code. Okay. That the symbols equal letters. But you quickly determine that the symbols equaling letters seems to be different on each page of code. Oh, okay. Each one will be a different way to figure it so out. So we yeah. need to find the cipher for, like, each page. Correct. Okay. The code looks pretty intense. You suspect translating these might take you a couple of days. Or some help from some masons. Of just constant work. Or some help from some masons might do it. Yeah, were any of the masons in our class? Yeah. So, yeah. Wouldn't hurt to, like... I mean, they're going to be interested in playing this game, too. Well, so. and I would be aware that... The Mason family is also looking to improve its status. Mm-hmm. So the head librarian comes up with three titles for you and says, here we are. These are the books you ask for. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it didn't take me as long to find them. Isaac had already browsed them. Oh, okay. Hmm. It's going to take you a while to go through these. Is there any way that you could have them for a little bit? I think we should borrow these. Well, borrowing is strictly against the rules. However, my associate over there can work something out for you. Maybe make you a copy, and uh, you'll have to pick it up at the back door, though. That sounds reasonable. Pull out a gold and... Thank you. I will have them waiting at the back door in five minutes. Excellent. By the way, I've made the shift between the books, so I have the Guire book that was wrapped okay. and, you know, tucked away. There is so. a Guire book tucked in your coat. Mm-hmm. The other Guire book, I'll just leave out. All right. Because they reshelve, right? They would be offended if I tried. You would not succeed. There's, there's no Dewey Decimal System here. <laughs> this appears to be a flow of consciousness of a random librarian. I see. Okay, so you wait five minutes, and you go to leave? Okay. So you walk out the front door, and you have a book hidden in your clothes. Mm-hmm. Kindly roll me sleight of hand. Oh, goodness. Mm-hmm. Guidance. Yeah, if we're going out, I'm going to roll guidance first. Or, you know. Sure. I'm going to put guidance on myself. I do a right. chant, I pull out a little herb, I kiss it, I tuck it into my big bodice, right? And I will take that as guidance. Twelve. A 12. So you walk out the door. Why didn't the assassin do this? Well, you're the one who put you're it in the, the one who took it. Oh, I, I totally would have taken it. We, we could have passed it off. Yeah, but I've already rolled. So as you step through the front door, the guards look you over. Mm-hmm. And one of them will stop you and say, uh, Ma'am, can I look in your pack, please? I have this in my coat. Correct. He opens the pack up and says, I just want to remind you, ladies, the books do not leave the library. Of course. Yes, sir. Oh, of course. Okay. And you guys go around to the back and get your copies. Copies. <laughs> so it is about 1 p.m. You got out of the library pretty quick. You have not read any of these books, really. Time to go someplace and read them. We've Which got, one of us? Says we've got like a place that we go, like a secret we gotta place. We've got to have a secret place. place. We, we have point. a place. Like, like we're could, like a ruin. I've house made like or I'm hut sure that something. I have like a treehouse kind of thing, like some place that like we have carved out that is not thorny but is hidden away. And there's a sign on this. We've no, no boys. boys. We've known each for, other since we were, were kids, 12. right? <laughs> yeah, when boys were gross, <laughs> but boys were from another planet. Yeah. <laughs> right now we have a little cloth hanging over it because we might, it'd be cool if some boy came around someday. <laughs> <laughs> right now, instead of no boys, we hung a cloth over, over the the parts that just says. Yeah. <laughs> so, wait, wait, what was your no, what was your boyfriend's name who dumped you? Cygnus. Yeah, now we're gonna say no Cygnus. No Cygnus allowed. <laughs> so you guys find your spot childhood treehouse. <laughs> Climb into it and it's smaller than you remember. When did my legs get so long? <laughs> Last summer. <laughs> <laughs> 
And we spend some time reading and make sure that we have all the cipher written down. Well, um, all the code. the code. Yeah, all the code. That's what we'll I'm. We'll look through the Mason book. Silva will bore over the the three genealogies, and then I'm more interested in the stories in the Guire book. So the Guire stories make him out to be a real Don Juan. Yeah. He's uh, he's always got some girl who's wooing over him. The king is always giving him good advice. Apparently, the king was great with ladies. Roll me an insight roll, <laughs> but I'm going to have you roll it at disadvantage. Okay. So disadvantage means I roll twice and take the lower one. Correct. Okay. Okay. So that would be a 12 altogether. And that would be lower than a 12. That would be an eight. Yeah. So uh, Guire was apparently a Don Juan. You're, oh my God, Guire. You're buying it. You're eating this garbage up with a spoon. <laughs> this, is, this is like the Harlequin romance for our era. I'm like, oh my god, I'm having fantasies about him. Oh, I wonder what his mutation was. Oh, wait, this is pre-mutation. He's just perfect. <gasps> I'm jaded in all matters of love. And ten. Yeah, ten. You're you're pretty sure that this guy just had a wonderful life. He was really great. And you got... I got a 19. A 19. So with a 19, you are pretty sure that Fenrir was not this suave and... <laughs> Neither was Guire. And he, he is decorating his life with he is some embellishment. <laughs> retelling his life in a very glorious way. A wishful thinking. Like, like he's actually a big oaf. Well, he's recast himself, obviously, okay. into this fictional character. Okay. Mm-hmm. What he was actually like, you don't know. You, you're guessing maybe he had an inferiority complex because okay. he wrote this. Sure. That's all you got. Eight inches, right. It says that <laughs> at least seven times. Right. All right. Yeah, uh, he's full of shit, guys. Come on. Isn't it dreamy to think about? I think if we probably met him face to face, you would be able to say you're full of shit. I know, but can't we just treat it like a fiction? It is a fiction. Lies. Well, then, okay. There's nothing wrong with us thinking about it, right? I mean, I'm guessing we have a limited number of books we can read trapped here as we are. We may as well enjoy it. Enjoy what you like. I think we spend some time reading out the more salacious passages (laughs) to each other. (laughs) All right. So you spend a good four hours, Mm -hmm. kind of. Uh Does she make any headway with the code? No, not with those rules. What about history? Eight. You're guessing there's a book just like this in every Lord's house. So it is about 5 p.m., which means if you wanted to get back out to Miev's, you'd be walking by the thorns at dusk. Yeah. Possibly dangerous. I think that's a bad idea. I think we should just go tomorrow. Yeah. 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 We we could do a stayover. Everybody's houses is going to have enough room for all of us, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm a little worried about us like having the books and like alone. So maybe we should all stay in one place. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. So the Evans, the Evans house is out in that it is two hours in the opposite direction, and you will still be out in the thorns in a dangerous place. But the other two people probably have. And I never homes. know how Jessica's going to take me bringing friends home. <laughs> and my house is probably weird and creepy for people, but you're welcome. My mother loves guests and loves it when I bring guests home. Yes, right. it is. All right. We're All right, going, we're going to, to Silpha's house. Silpha's house. All right. So, Silpha, describe your house. She lives in a like upper middle class sort of brownstone towards the, the center of town with a uh, rooftop garden. Silpha, your mom, what, has very fine features... Does she actually have butterfly wings at this point? Like, how mutated is your mom? Similar to Silpha, she has very large eyes that are very dark. She wears colorful, flamboyant clothes. Like, you know, lots of drapey, courtesan-like silks mm-hmm. and things like that. Maybe not too many outward mutations, except from for being extremely lonely. All right, so you get home, and... As you're entering the foyer, three gentlemen are leaving. You recognize all of them as sort of cousins of lordlings. And we're in. And we're in. How do you... How hi, hi, Mrs. Your... Lunari. So she will 
glide in practically. Oh, girls, you're here. Oh, my gosh. It's so great to see you again. I cannot believe you're still friends with my little Silpha. We love Silpha. It's time for the mid-roll, and that means animal facts. Today, the cockroach. This creature breathes through its skin and can hold its breath for 40 minutes. It can live for a week without its head. It is theorized they can survive an indirect nuclear blast because only the highest levels of radiation affect them. Cockroaches are born about the size of a speck of dust. Depending on the species, they can get between a half inch and two feet long. Yes, two feet. You heard that correctly. There are 4,000 species of cockroaches. The most common are the German, American, and brown bandit cockroaches. These are the ones that most people are familiar with. And there you have it. If the fittest survive, the cockroach is a tiny demigod of filth in dirty kitchens everywhere, and they will assuredly inherit the earth. Let's get back to it. Thanks. Don't you think she needs to, like, wear some more makeup, maybe? I think she's beautiful. Well, she was always beautiful. That's true. Yes. But I feel like we need to do something different with your hair, sweetie. Just, you know, bigger. We could do some experiments tonight. Oh, that is a wonderful <laughs> idea. Oh, my Jaylen, God, God Jalen. My mother. <laughs> I'm going to go get ready. Uh, I will well, see well, you girls we, we, after we, dinner. We could surprise you. Oh, and we'll have like a little fashion show. Yeah. This is going to be so much fun. I love sleepovers. Can we borrow some clothes? Done. Uh, Oh, (laughs) my God. I am so awkward now. (laughs) So she will scamper off very quickly. I'll make sure all the books are in one pack. I mean, we could do something like fucking crazy and she'll never ask again. Oh, you don't know my mother. So a a burly man rounds the corner. He has also big eyes. He's actually got two sort of antenna-like protrusions. Yep. And you can't really quite see, but there's something boxy underneath his clothes. Okay. Smooth surfaces. Papa. (laughs) Silpha, dear, how are you? Oh, we were, we were, you know... Just studying at the library today. How was it? It was quiet. Do you know the stories of Guire the Squire? No, I don't. They're interesting. I pick one that is about him and the king doing something noble. Not, I leave out all the lady bits. Well, that sounds like a good book about wholesome knights. That's right. Guire was a wholesome knight. Very Wholesome. I'll leave you ladies to it. Now, that that Evans champion didn't give you any trouble, did he? Isaac? No. No, no. Uh, the one who followed no, us I... out of the bar. Champion Laurel, the one who followed us. He was looking for you today. I, he was yeah. hanging around outside the library around two. He's he not knows very he can sneaky. mind his own damn business, so I think we're okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, does that mean he didn't find you? Or? We didn't see him. Ah keeps bothering us. Does he? I will have a word with him. You should, please. Nobody bothers my little girl. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Lenari. You're saying he has a boxy thing. Is that normal for him? Like, have we seen him? We've seen uh, you've him seen him before, yeah. Okay. He always looks like there's something under his clothes. Okay, so, he, okay, so that's not unusual. <laughs> he, he is a guard, uh-huh. and the visual you should have is, uh, did you see Kubo and the two strings? Mm-hmm. Yes. He's a beetle man. He's a beetle man. okay. He looks like a beetle. So he's got like a carapace. Very likely. Okay, Okay, yeah. Okay. Oh my god, though, that is adorable! I loved him. That's Silpha's dad. Aww. Is that man. No wonder you were like, Papa! (laughs) All right, let's go get you did up. You know, all she's going to want to do is talk about birds and bees. Oh, she just wants to know if you, like, have moved on or anything? Does she bug you about that? incident she tells me that she's so happy her little sofa has is blossoming and that i just need to go explore other flowers I, she would sofa allows curlers to be put in her her hair so now her long white wispy hair has like got the farrah faucet bang and then I, and then i'm gonna do like the smoky eye thing on your eyes after about you know like an hour 
you hear very impatiently at the door, girls, girls, did you forget about me? Come on, let me see. I'm thinking that we did her like all black and white, you know, like <laughs> shockingly black and white. Goth moth. Goth yeah, moth. Goth moth. <laughs> Open the door and be like, okay, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, ready? Ta-da! And fling the door open and there's wow. Silpha gothed out. She's like to the Susie nines. with white hair and a dress. That is a look for the winter ball. Isn't it? Yes. She's going to be avant-garde. She starts fussing with your hair immediately and says, So, girls, what are you guys going to do tonight? Stay up and tell stories? I've got a bunch of reading we have to do. And Mom! Hold still. Hold still. Moving around <laughs> and like, trying to like, make like a cocoon around herself. <laughs> Stop touching of, me, Mom! Of fabric. <laughs> she does several, like, you know, like, lick the finger and rub your hair back kind of maneuvers. <sighs> but eventually she's like, okay, well, I will let you... Have your wonderful night. I am going to go see your father. And uh, sunset in the garden sounds lovely. It's a good evening for it. You enjoy that, Mrs. Lunari. Jalen, I love how polite you are. <laughs> You're only going to have four good autumn sunsets left. So enjoy them. And she flutters out the door. Slam. Close the door and be like, <laughs> my God, that would drive me crazy. You understand. Here, let's get this shit out of your room. Okay, so yeah, we will read what we can read, uh, you know, learn what we can learn, see if we can't do anything with this code. Take another crack at the code. And make plans for tomorrow. I mean, my thought is... Is this investigation? I am actually gonna do a little restriction on the rolling. Okay. So, we... I gave you one roll when you first opened the book to Mm -hmm. identify the code and know Mm -hmm. about it. And I'll give you one roll a day to crack it. Okay. So I believe... Everybody's you rolled. know a lot about it, yep. but everybody has failed to make any progress right. in cracking okay. it today. Yeah. We okay. can roll again tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. So I would, I would say hours. I think it's a really good idea for us to get ahead on this code. Mm-hmm. And that if we can talk to one of the Masons tomorrow, that'd be a great idea. But we could do it after we return the books. I'm not... Well, know. I think we should go get the... We have the copies. About right. So right. we can take everything to Lady Mia. Yeah, she's going to have like kind of a next step for us. Also, I want to know who's following us. I mean, who's watching us and what's going on? Laurel, he's just nosy. Jessica probably some. there's something else going on. We're the distraction. Hmm. You want to go out tonight? No, but you know, keep an eye out maybe. Okay. You could go out. Nobody's going to see you. Yeah, I mean, you know, things come out of the thorns at night though. I mean, I'm assuming that's sort of a it's a real problem. You don't want to be out at night. No, right? that, that is the boogeyman story from your entire childhood, yeah. and it has proven real more than once. Yeah. I'm not really willing to risk my life no. to figure out why somebody's trying to follow us. I'd That's rather true. like just but confront them during the day. We could keep an eye out. We could keep an eye out. You ever sneak around? Your your mom's like, of course. We could get in the garden. What <laughs> do you want to do in the garden? Oh well, yeah. I mean, we could find out if anybody's like watching us. Set up some surveillance? Yeah. All that's right. what I'm looking for. Okay. All right. But we're probably going to need some. I mean, we are teenagers. We're growing girls. We at some point need some sleep. My guess is we'll make great plans and then we'll end up falling asleep. Great. Yes. Yep. So you guys probably fall asleep in the garden, I imagine. Mm, if it's safe. If it's if it's warm it's enough. It's safe. It's fall. It's getting kind of cold for that. But, you know, a blanket and you're good. I have a lot of clothes on. That is true. We could try to be all like, okay, we'll set watches, and then we can we all we can roll to see if we actually make it through our watches. <laughs> yeah, we're all gonna fall asleep. <laughs> all right, we didn't get sleep. Yeah, morning will happen. Do, do, do. Nobody stole the books. No. Okay, that's what I we was kept them on us, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so I'm gonna do a look, quick round around the garden to see if there's like any signs of anybody having been there. Okay. Other than and Mrs. Lunari other visiting than the flowers, oh, yeah. Investigate. <laughs> Mom, what are you having for breakfast? Oh, nectar. Seven. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Doesn't look like it. It's it's my home, so I should be familiar with... Uh, sure. God, this is Investigate. Yep. Twelve. It looks like someone was camped out across the street through the night. Like, there's just, like, a dent in the grass, a spot with no dew. Like, looks like someone was hanging out there. Hmm. I'll point out the spot where it looks like someone camped out. Well, that's good. Hey, we're part of Intrigue. That means we're officially, grew, like, grown up. I grew up in intrigue. <laughs> well, I didn't. House Miev first? 
Okay. So as you guys head out of town, about an hour, so you're about halfway to Miev's, uh-huh. you see on the road ahead of you three guys in leather armor. These are these, these look like men-at-arms. Champions? Do we know them? They're very likely champions. They're, they're dressed like they're not out hunting, okay. so you're guessing they're champions. You have to get a little bit closer to ID them. Well, I'm going to approach then. All right. When you get close, you recognize Champion Laurel and two other men-at-arms. Champion Laurel, again, he's got his feather motif in his hair and is otherwise pretty pretty standard looking. The two guys you have with him are in their early 20s. They are armed. They're wearing leather armors. Champion Laurel, what a surprise. Do I recognize either of them with the 19? Okay, let's assume you know their names, but I have not created their names off the top of our head, so if we, if we need them, feel free to make them up. So Champion Laurel says, Ah, yes, hello. I have been sent to collect a book. I believe you have a coat of arms from House Evans. The books are not allowed out of the library. Correct. Uh, I'm going to say we don't have them and roll a deception. Okay, roll a deception. Your DC for Laurel is going to be a 13. 17. Okay. He believes you. Uh, Well, where did you leave him? Feel free to go get it. We left it at the library. I have it on good authority that you did not leave it at the library. It only costs a copper to find out these sort of things. Well, as you know, books are not allowed out of the library. Look, ladies, I cannot allow you to enable Miev to make any modifications to the House Evans coat of arms and genealogy. Okay, why would you insinuate that? That's rude. I have on good authority that Lady Miev had you check out a book on the Evans family that she intends to modify. Your good authority being someone that you gave a copper to. Well, it might have been a silver. Viscount Evans has sent me here to make sure that that book does not make it to Miev's. And last I knew, you had it. Well, I find this all very rude. We have some place to go. If you'll excuse me. Sable, just tell me where you left the, the book, and I will go get it. It's fine. The damn book is in our treehouse. All right. That's all I needed. Thank you. I will go get it from the treehouse. And the three of them angrily march off. Is he always that gullible? Okay, now now Jalen's like hesitating because you, you think that's what Lady Mia going to do is alter this book? No, well, we're the distraction. No, I think that because you suggested one of her purposes in wanting the genealogies might be to not just study the books, but alter them within earshot of a servant. That servant is spreading a rumor. Right. So another 20 minutes will go by uh-huh. on your way out to House Mievs, oh, and gosh. a Amazonian of a woman. She doesn't have fur, but she has striping kind of like a tiger on her skin. Mm-hmm. She is probably seven feet tall. Holy crap. Very well muscled. Also wearing some leather armor and has a bow strapped across her back. And Sable, you recognize Champion Helena from your house. Oh, Champion Helena. What a surprise. Sable, how good to see you. And your friends. Jalen. Jalen, yes. And you, Silfa. Oh, I know your mother. She's very nice. Everybody does. Yes, well, (laughs) that's fair. I shook her hand once. I feel like I know her better than most. I wish I could do my makeup like she does her makeup. Very hard to cover up the striping. Anyway, that's not why I'm here. Mother would argue you should accentuate your striping. Uh, that it makes you distinctive and uh, beautiful. Oh. See. Maybe I should talk to your mother. Anyway. What does bring you out here? I have an offer from the matron, Braffy. If you three would like to be informants for the matron, any information that you get, as well as whatever Miev hires you to do, we will reward you with coin. Double your money. And all we have to do is tell you? Just Miev. Just house me of, what is she hiring you to do? What information did you learn? Can we think about it? Absolutely. If I am not here, 
Sable knows where to find me. I do indeed. I'll catch you when you catch us. When I catch you. Thank you. Yes, well, Five thank you. Yeah, uh, she hollers. The <laughs> oh, God. Like a minute down the road, I'll you say, mean, like, when well. she says she'll catch you, she kind of means she'll catch you. She'll catch she you, can catch chase you. Like you down. Like stalk and pounce and yeah, knock the so wind out let's of you. Like, let's decide what we're going to do here. I, I look right at Sylpha and say, you can't tell Lady Mia if she just asked us. What? We what? don't what? We don't have to take her up on it, but you can't tell her. What? Why? Unless she's willing to pay us for a two-way deal, now that I think about it. That's what I mean. You really want to take the chance of crossing Matron Varathy? Have you seen her champion? Trust me, I know well, what she does when she's crossed. I think, I think Lady Miev might take advantage and leak the information she wants to us, and then all we have to do is pass that along. Yeah, that's all we have to do. Yeah. And then we can't, we don't but need a double-double maybe, cross. Maybe you're right. Maybe we should, you haven't, you haven't actually said you're planning to tell her, but I'm like, maybe you're right, maybe we should tell her. Of course, then maybe she's assuming that we would. I mean, you are with me. I just don't want to get on the matron's bad side. Well, that's understandable. I don't want to get on Mia's bad side. It's also understandable. And the champion has to assume that, right? I mean, they're a champion. And she's a sharp champion. Not like Laurel. predatory (laughs) champion. She was very congenial. Yeah, because she wanted something. So what should we do? I admit, I'm a bit out of my element here. The idea of, like, being on one side and talking to him and being on the other side and talking to him, it's a little bit exciting. Jalen, Sofa? I will say that as long as I'm not routing out House Evans, I am probably pretty safe. I'll leave that to you. But now our houses are both involved. Well, so how are we doing that? I mean, I think a lot depends on how we want to develop our reputation, whether we have a reputation for taking jobs and honoring them, or a reputation for double dealing. I don't see why we'd have to have a reputation as double dealing. That would only mean that we actually got caught double dealing. Why don't we see what Lady Miev wants us to do next? And then maybe we decide whether or not to tell her that we have just been offered this. Will you agree to that? I'm good with that. Okay. All right. So when you get to House Miev... Mm-hmm. Uh, Tess answers the door. Oh, you're back. Welcome. Please Thanks. come in. The lady is busy at the moment, but uh, if you'll wait in the study. Lady Miev wanders in. You've made it back. Excellent. You have your four books? Yes. We were wondering what was going to happen with them. I will read them and they will become a part of my research. Uh, You know, now that he's brought up the idea of adding this this is like out of character would we have brought that up on the road when Mike because my character was honestly thinking that she was just going to read and do nothing but now the thought of altering them that makes her a little more com- uncomfortable Sable is the one who told Tess that Miev was going to alter them yeah in my recollection it was Jalen came up that uh, perhaps she wanted to alter them and then the servant got so excited by the information. yeah that's right I remember that and I wasn't deliberately trying to set a rumor, but, you know, I was just thinking out loud. You totally set a rumor. I did. Yep, you did. My lady, we saw Champion Laurel on the road, and he was very concerned about you having the House Evans book. That is odd. It is a very standard text. He was pretty agitated. I just think you should know. Well, I wonder what rumor. I'm sure he'll leave you alone. I take off my pack and I set it down kind of next to her. (laughs) Sophie will say that there is a rumor circulating that she intends to alter the books. Well, that wouldn't get me very far. I would have to alter a similar copy of this book in every lord and lady's manner in the kingdom. Oh, that's true. Everybody's got a copy of it. So she alters (laughs) the library copy. Then why did you need one? Would you hand me the one I actually care about, please? She pulls out uh, the journal of Sir Guire and hands it over. Tess, put this in my personal study, please. Tess grabs it and says, yes, ma'am. Heads out the door. Well, and I believe that the book was bound without a title, too. So Tess would not be able to see what book it was that she actually cared about and spread that. If she opens it, she might get a title. But again, there's code all through it. 
Lady Miev says, all right, please see my brother, Riley, for your payment, and I'll be in touch. Good work. Thank you. I believe Riley's probably out in the sheep barns. You think she's got the cipher? Dunno. Okay, so we're going to go out to see Riley. So you find Riley in a sheep barn full of sheep, and it is loud. Mm -hmm. Like, there's just bawing everywhere. Mm -hmm. You pass Carolina. She kind of gives you a nod and is busily pushing sheep where they need to go. And Riley is wearing coveralls. Like, last time you saw him, he was in arms and armor. Uh, At the moment, he looks like a farmer. Mm -hmm. He steps up, and in the sea of bawing sheep, he kind of leans in pretty close and says, Yes, uh, I have your coins. Here you go. And he pulls out a little baggie and says, I believe the delivery is one one gold apiece. You can keep your change. I put my hand out for it. He will hand you a bag. What's in it? Three gold coins. Awesome. <laughs> And he says, so, no one can hear us out here. Excellent. Except the sheep. Excellent. Which is why I think our next meeting will be here. All right. Come back tomorrow. It's a long walk out here, Riley. Lady Miev would never turn down hospitality. Certainly if you requested it. I probably shouldn't be away from home for two nights. We'll meet it here. might look bad, yeah. Okay. All right, Riley. We'll, we'll see you tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow. Yes. All right, we're okay. going to head out. And as we, you know, when we get out of earshot, I'll be like, they're just, even if we don't agree to inform they're gonna the major, anyway. they're going to know we're making trips back and forth. We may as well profit. Do you think we should tailor the information we pass along? We can always decide how we want to deal with it. Of course. I mean, there's not very much to pass on right now. We've carried books. It's just we're going back to town tonight. She's going to want your answer. Well, I would never want to do anything that would put me out of favor with Lady Mian. Say no. You guys are about to head into town when you spot three large men in armor. One of them with feathers in his hair. Very irritated. Rather angry. Did we pass? uh... You run into these three gentlemen before you run into her. So sorry, you went on a wild goose chase. Are you making fun of my feathers? No. no. Absolutely no. not. I'll have you know, I earned these fighting beasts in the thorns. We're very proud of you, Laurel. Were they geese? I'll talk to you later, Jalen. <laughs> Your books weren't in the treehouse. Somebody oh. must have gotten to them before you did. It was no secret we were in the library and what we checked out. Viscount Evans is going to hear about this. And he turns and stomps off. Sorry, Can I Jaylen. crash at your house tonight? Nah, I should, she'll actually, I should probably go home and face that music. Yep. I'm going home. Okay. Champion there? Is Helena there? So you head home. Yes, Helena is there. Okay. She says, sorry, I didn't get to wait for you. Some thugs showed up and I decided to make myself scarce. Oh, the Laurel? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Evan's thugs. Yeah, they weren't very happy. I'm sure Jalen outranks him, so. She does. So have you thought about the offer? I have, yes. Excellent. I I can't speak for my friends and won't try to. That's all right. Only one of you really has to tell me of your adventures and uh, how much did you get paid? Well, we got paid a gold and uh, we also received money for bribe that I didn't use, which was an additional gold. Yeah, I think I can double that. Here's two gold. Excellent. All right, Jalen, you get home. Jessica, her father, and Champion Laurel are having a kind of one-sided shouting match in the (laughs) back. As in Laurel is shouting? and Uh, Laurel is not shouting. Okay. He has given his report, Mm -hmm. and the shouting seems to be about whether or not you are the bad guy in this story, uh-huh. okay. or if Laurel's just incompetent. Mm-hmm. And so he's just standing there taking it. Mm-hmm. But Lord Evans sent him to get that book, and he didn't come back with it. And Lord Evans is mad. Okay. And Jessica thinks that the book doesn't really matter, and Jalen will just tell everybody what happened. And so... Which is more or less what she's planning to do, so... He's mad about nothing. <laughs> right. 
and they're kind of having a shouting match about it. But they're in another room when I come in, though? Yeah, yeah. So okay. basically, you walk, you can hear them from yeah. several rooms away. That okay. Jessica's letting her attitude be known. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go see if Isaac's around, see what his take on the situation is. <laughs> Isaac is around, mm-hmm. actually. So Isaac's door is almost always closed, mm-hmm. and he has a like practically a library to himself mm-hmm. uh, with a whole study and, and his door area. has no girls allowed in it. Right? Uh, unfortunately, it's just plain, <laughs> but it's almost always locked, and mm-hmm. he's almost always does not come to the knock. Okay. So either he's in there and antisocial, or he's not in there. But at this particular moment, you knock and he answers the door. Mm-hmm. Yes. Bit of a row going on down there. Oh, yeah. Well, nothing to worry about. Okay. You really think so? I do. I mean, I'd already read the book. That's true. Well, you read one of them. I perused all of them, actually. Okay. I got the list the night before from one right. of my servants. Right. Okay. Well, I guess I'll go down and chill everyone out. Okay. I- uh, in the future, if you don't want something to be known, you definitely shouldn't say it out loud. Maybe tell Sable that. Okay. Good call. Three separate servants tried to tell me that list of books. <laughs> did you pay all of them? I did, actually. Oh, well, good. It's very important to keep lines of communication very open. Very business they've got going there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Roll did me insight. Write- Nine. <laughs> yeah, that's the conversation you have. <laughs> Go downstairs and... She's not going to knock. She's just going to come into the study, hoping not to be noticed at first and... She wants them to turn around and be like, ah! <laughs> so, um, everybody is actually pretty distracted by the shouting match, and Laurel's just looking at his feet. Yeah, okay. Um, and so you can climb in there, no problem. And okay. <laughs> they'll turn around and be like, J- Jalen, how long have you been standing there? <laughs> long enough. Oh, my. You know what? Jessica, I'm going to let you handle this. And he turns and walks out. And champion Laurel kind of looks up, like, what am I supposed to do? And Jessica says, yeah, get, out, get the hell out of here, too. And Jessica says, so, Jalen. Yeah, Jessica. How was your day? Not as eventful as yesterday. We killed a wolf thing, big thing, with bones coming out of him. Interesting, I didn't hear about that. I heard about your library trip, though. Yeah, yeah, I think everybody did. Mm. Yeah. It's it's no secret. So, what happened? Dish. She wanted the histories of Evan's mentor, and and then she wanted this diary of this guy named Guire the Squire. Huh? <laughs> okay. Yeah, he was a squire to King Fedrier, the last. Oh, King interesting. Yeah, so it's like a diary, but it's like full of shit. Like this whole book is full of shit. It's amazing. Like he he makes himself out to be this stud, and this ladies' man. It, it's just it's all bullshit. But um, you know. Huh. But he was a mason, so there's some coded pages. So we're guessing she was interested in the coded pages. Oh, okay. Yeah. The Evans book is the same book that everybody has copies of. Like, if he's worried about people altering it, all everybody has to do is pull out their own copies and be like, what the hell? Yeah, didn't seem like that big of a deal. No, it's not. And I'm going to smooth it over with Dad, and okay. it's all going to be great. Okay. Tell him that I yelled at you if he asks. And yep. do me a favor, don't tell Isaac any of this. Okay. The last thing we need is that asshole getting ahead of us. Right. And that wraps it up. Special thanks to Todd Ferguson at My Pet Machine for our tunes, and Julie at Elaborate Flight of Fancy for our logo. You can find them both on Facebook. Don't forget to rate and review us wherever you found this podcast. Tune in again to see if Jalen will continue to bypass my incredibly well-planned encounters with good social roles or if Silva will ever roll above an 8. Now you know why they say, no plan survives the players. Find out next time on Carrots and Suffering, a D&D Odyssey.
What was great for gossip in school is that I would cover my mouth with a hand and whisper things into it, and I'd like point at you from across the room. And then we room. could hear it? And then you and only the person I pointed to would hear oh, that's uh, awesome. the message that I whispered the into trick. my hand in your head. <laughs> that's pretty cool. And then you would know that you could do the same thing into your hand and point back at me. It'd be like, oh my god, did you see what she's wearing? Point. Totally. Oh my god. Point. <laughs> <laughs> Those shoes, right? Oh my god, Becky, look at her butt. Point. <laughs> <laughs>